Welcome to the School of Sellers podcast, a teacher business show that is short on time, but big on action. Full-time, part-time, or just getting started? No matter where you are in your teacher-seller journey, there's something here for everyone. Making your online teacher business feel doable every step of the way. Here's your host, Erin Waters. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of School of Sellers. Thank you for being here today. It means so much that you are choosing to use your precious, precious time to tune in here to the show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I truly appreciate it. A lot of times on the show, you'll hear me talk about the things that matter and the things that don't matter. And usually when we talk about those things, we're referring to tasks, usually tasks that show up on our to-do list again and again and again. And usually it's the big things that matter and the small things that don't really matter. But today we're kind of flipping the script and we are going to be exploring these teeny tiny habits that you may or may not even realize you do that actually hold big power. Because most often it is the tiny habits that we do day in and day out that yield the biggest results. And through those tiny habits, we are able to accomplish the big tasks that truly matter. One of my favorite quotes is, little by little, a little becomes a lot. And you guys, that is so true. Sometimes we do these teeny tiny things and it doesn't feel like we're really making a dent in our work or it doesn't feel like we're really making a difference in our work or our life. But after time, it has that snowball effect and Even though you can't see it instantaneously, your little teeny tiny habits truly have a way of becoming huge, big things. And today I'm going to share with you a couple small habits of my own, and hopefully it will give you some ideas of habits maybe that you want to add to your repertoire of daily habits, or you might even realize that you're already doing them. So let's dive in. The first tiny habit that I do, and this is something that I'm very vocal about because it is one of my very favorite finds of the past year. About a year ago, I discovered the beauty of noise-canceling headphones, and this has changed the way that I work. I have a pair of noise-canceling headphones. They are used wirelessly, and I love to play white noise on them. White noise would also be one of my tiny habits that really has a huge impact on my productivity. And this might sound kind of silly, like headphones and white noise, but I can't even tell you how much focus this combination gives me. It is the difference between me working or not working because I've mentioned before, I have two little ones at home, a two and a half year old and a five year old, and they are not quiet. And I do have an office, but it's on the first floor and there is no sound barrier whatsoever. So I can hear every single thing that happens in my house. But it's like I put on these headphones and hit the play button on my white noise. And it's like I'm transported to another universe where not a single sound exists. So if you are someone who struggles with focus or you have kids at home or pets that are constantly making noise, I highly recommend getting a pair of noise canceling headphones and getting on that white noise because it is miraculous. Also, if you are the type of person who likes to go to the library or Starbucks or somewhere like that to work, the noise-canceling headphones work wonders because I don't know about you, but I am super nosy. And if I don't have headphones, I can't help but listen to the conversations around me. It's just, it just comes naturally. So noise-canceling headphones and white noise. You're welcome. 
two, one of the small actions or small daily habits that I have adopted that has made a huge difference in my business is the way that I treat social media in my life. And I know we've talked about this. Everyone always talks about the ups and downs of social media. I'm not saying anything new here, but having a social media blocker on my computer has made a world of difference in my ability to focus on the tasks that truly matter. All I do when I get up in the morning and start work is start the social media blocker, Mine is called self-control, and I can set it for however long I want them to block my social media for. And anytime I use my browser to go on Facebook or Instagram or any of the websites that I have programmed it to guard, it simply doesn't let me. And it is amazing. I did not realize how often I was stopping what I was doing and going to mindlessly browse on Facebook until I got this Chrome extension. Now, if you use a certain browser, there are many different programs for each browser, but I do love the self-control extension on Google Chrome. So that has been a game changer. Again, you can set it for the amount of time, so it's not like you're blocked forever. And of course, you can still go on your phone if you have your phone with you, but I've also made it a habit to keep my phone out of my office and out of my workspace. I do have my phone connected to my computer, so if anyone needs to reach me, I can still check my text messages and get phone calls through my computer, so it's not a safety thing by any means, but it does save me a ton of time that I would normally be spending on social media. It is such a time suck. I have tried my best to restrict my social media use to nighttime or after hours, like when I'm done working, um, and I know this sounds like a really teeny tiny thing, and a lot of us use social media for a break, but that time that we use on social media really adds up quickly. For example, let's say you waste 10 minutes a day on social media when you could be working, and it's probably more than 10 minutes, let's be honest here. If you spent 10 minutes a day on social media when you could be doing other things for your business... That adds up to over 60 hours a year. And I don't know about you, but there are a lot of things that I could do with 60 hours. So for someone who complains about never having enough time to accomplish things, I think that the biggest step I've taken is getting rid of social media because it is a waste of time that has zero impact, positive impact on my business. Unless, of course, you're scheduling posts or using it for business purposes. That's totally different. I have to clarify here that I'm talking about social media for recreational purposes. Another small habit that I have adopted this year that has been so amazing is not checking my email first thing in the morning. Because let's stop and think for a second. Every time we check our email, and I'm talking about business email specifically, it never has a way of shortening our to-do lists, right? Every time I check my email, I swear it's like I add five more things that I have to do to my list. More often than not, checking my email is the equivalent of having to put out even more fires in my life. So I have started checking my email at a time that is convenient for me. Because here's the thing, I like starting my day with my to-do list. I like having a clear focus and a clear direction. And the minute I check that email, I am no longer on my own schedule. I am on somebody else's schedule. And there goes my focus straight out the window with whatever my email is telling me I have to do instead. So I suggest picking another time of day when you check your work email 
For me, it's mid-morning. I feel like I can get enough done off my list for a couple hours in the morning. And then when I finally feel like I've been productive and have gotten something done, I take a break from my work and check my email. But another small habit that I have started doing that has helped tremendously is I don't just mindlessly check my email. I check it and I check it with a purpose. So when I open my inbox, I am ready to either put out those fires immediately, meaning take action and cross things off my list as they're given to me. For example, if I need to send my VA a pin image or something for Pinterest, I will check that email, I will do it immediately, and I will get it back to her. Or I might check my email with the intention of, okay, I am going to check my email, but I am going to make sure that I'm putting these tasks directly on my list so that I don't forget them and I don't lose them. Because how many times have we checked our email on the go or checking it mindlessly and we see something we need to do and we tell ourselves, oh, I'll definitely get to that later. And then that email is lost in the pile of other emails that come after it. So I'm very intentional about how I check my email. I either take care of the things right away or I make sure to record them somewhere where I will not lose track of them. I really love Google Keep for this. I have a special Google Keep list specifically for email, things that I need to follow up on. And also this works great for Q&As on TBT because there's nothing worse than checking them and telling yourself that you're going to take care of those things. And then later on you're like, oh crap, I forgot to fix this error that someone sent a Q&A about. So I highly recommend doing something along those lines, whether it's Google Keep or somewhere else on your computer. It makes a huge difference in your productivity. Another small habit you can adopt is making sure you take just five minutes the night before to make sure that you are ready for the next day. This might involve making adjustments to your to-do list or writing out a new to-do list for the next day so you wake up with a clear mind and a clear focus. This also ensures that you can go to bed at night without a million thoughts racing through your head about what you haven't gotten done because you know that you have already adjusted your list for the next day. The best part about taking a couple minutes the night before is that when you wake up and you are ready to work, whether it's first thing in the morning or after you come home from school or at night, you are not wasting your precious creative time figuring out what to do. It's already there in front of you. Another daily habit that's aligned with this is that I've stopped working right before bed. The nights where I was working right up until bedtime, I had so much trouble falling asleep because my mind was fresh with all the things I had to do the next day. And we all know that screen time is not very conducive to a good night's sleep. Another daily habit or small habit that you can adopt is to make sure that you use another five minutes every night to ready your workspace. So whether you work full time on TPT or not, it's always nice to have things ready to go. I like taking five minutes every night to kind of straighten up my office The rest of the house can wait because God knows that's always a disaster. And also making sure my devices are charging or charged because there is no worse feeling than getting in that work zone, that work mode, and you're ready to get things done and your iPad and computer are on like 2%. This happens way more often than I'd like to admit. So making sure things are charged or charging the night before is a lifesaver. Next, something I am admittedly not great at, but I'm trying to get better at, is cleaning up my computer and the files. Because my desktop can go from a pristine, clean beauty of a thing to a like toxic dump in a matter of 
hours. So something that I have started planning for, meaning I actually put them in my plans, is to spend five to 10 minutes every day. Usually I do this first thing in the morning. I clean up my desktop. I drag files to the trash or to folders where they belong. I make sure they are named properly. I run a Clean My Mac program to get rid of any extra system junk. This is also something that I like to do during my Netflix and chill time. If you tuned into the episode about how we can streamline our work time, this is a great mindless activity for you to do at night. But this has made a huge difference because I feel more organized when my computer looks more organized. Another great Netflix and chill task is to sort your photos on your phone. I know we all have this cluster of photos on our phone that we save or screenshot and tell ourselves we're going to share them on Instagram at some point, or we're going to post them on Facebook or post them in a group, and they get lost in the black hole that is our camera roll. So something I've started doing as one of my Netflix and chill tasks is sorting my photos into folders. I have a few simple photos, post edu. So these are photos I'm going to post on my teacher account or share edu. These are photos from other people that I'm going to share on my teacher account. Or I have the same thing for my school of sellers account, post business and share business. So I just drag the photos into those folders. And it's so nice when I sit down to plan my social media because I already have photos and content ready to go. Another small habit that has made a huge impact on my business is letting go of all of the lists that I've been keeping. And when I say lists, I'm mostly referring to the random lists that I will keep in the most random of places. So I'm pretty organized with my lists in general, but whenever I'm on the go or I'm not at home and I have an idea or I take a photo or find a photo that I really want to use for my business, I had a really bad habit going for a while of writing it down in the most dumb places. And I would never be able to hold on to it long enough to actually use because usually it was on like, I would write something like on the back of a receipt or I would type it into my notepad on my phone. And these things just have a way of disappearing. So something I've started doing is texting myself. If I have a photo or a thought that I know I want to use, I text it to myself. This way I'm more likely to see it and I'm less likely to lose it. Something else I've been intentional about doing is my daily habits for myself. For example, making sure I drink enough water throughout the day, making sure I work out at least four times a week, taking my vitamins every day because apparently I'm five and I can't remember unless somebody tells me to take my vitamins. There are so many daily habits that I would forget to do if I didn't write them down. So I've started using a daily habit tracker and I keep it on a little binder ring and I simply cross off the things as I do them. I have a card for each day of the week. I have a little icon, I cross it off, it's laminated so I can dry erase it, which is really nice. I just reuse it every single day and it has made a world of difference. I will share that on my website in the show notes with you if that is something you are interested in. And I also shared about this in our School of Sellers Facebook group. So as you can see, there are so many small actions that you can take both in your personal life and business life that end up making a huge impact overall. If you do them all small day after day after day, you will end up having huge results and you will be so glad that you stuck to these small habits. 
as your takeaway today, I have designed the habit tracker for you. I'm just going to give you the one that I use and it's editable so you can switch it up to customize based on the daily habits that you want to do. And I have also included in the list library that I mentioned a couple episodes back, there are lists for daily, monthly, and weekly to-do items. And some of these are small habits. And I have marked these small habits with a little asterisk. So if you want to visit the list library, you can actually go to erinmwaters.com and there is an icon where you can click on the list library and it can be delivered right to your inbox. And again, if you haven't joined our School of Sellers Facebook group, I welcome you to come join right away. We will be sharing this and lots more and we will explore all things teacher sellers. Thank you so much for joining today. I'll see you next week. And action.